0: You will have an incredible opportunity to be a part of something that will positively impact so many others just by simply downloading this episode. As most of you know, October is in just a few days, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Maybe you've had a sister, or an aunt, or mother who has battled breast cancer, or maybe you've been the one on the other side of receiving a breast cancer diagnosis. Breastcancer.org shares that one in eight U.S. women, which is about 13%, will develop invasive breast cancer over her lifetime. And this can impact men as well, though not as common. One in 833 will develop breast cancer. For every download on this episode from now through October 31st, 2021, Stanley Premium Western Forage will be donating $5 to a highly rated breast cancer charity. If we get 300 downloads, we'll donate $1,500. If we get 700 downloads, we'll donate $3,500. If we receive more downloads than that, then we will donate more money. So share this with your family, friends, and colleagues. Share this on your social media pages and in your Facebook groups. Help us support anyone who may receive this devastating diagnosis in the future. We will be talking with two great guests on today's episode who are involved in Stanley Trucking, about their backgrounds in the trucking industry and what they do for Stanley, and their thoughts and experiences about our Stanley Pink Hay Truck. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Barn and our guest today hails from the trucking division of Stanley Premium Western Forage. She has a pretty unique role that we'll hear more about later in this episode and she has a lifelong love for agriculture and trucks and we are so honored to have you on today, Stephanie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So Let's get started. You are one of our Stanley truck drivers. How long, just in general, have you been driving truck?
1: Pretty much my whole life. I I grew up farming and ranching, and so everybody works. And I learned to, to drive by myself about the age of 13. So 13. That's so young.
0: That's pretty impressive.
1: Thanks. Yeah.
0: What were what were some of the first Things that you did as a 13 year old driving truck?
1: My role was just to transport the 10 wheelers from the harvester to the piler mainly, just kind of helping out, making it easier for everyone else. So I just drove in the field mainly for quite a few years. Yeah. Okay. And you learned from
0: your mom, right? I did. How did she get into it? Was it because of the whole farming and agriculture as well? Yes. Yeah. Nice. So what has been the most interesting or craziest experience that you've had driving truck? Like, I'm sure it probably doesn't get too crazy driving on like farm trucks. Maybe it does. I don't know. <laughs> but just in general, in your career, what has been kind of like the
1: craziest experience that you've had? Crazy experience. I, I can get pretty crazy on the road anyway these days. I think the the most unique or, or humbling that I do experience on the road is where I'm a female driver, I get a lot of women that will say, you know, I I look up to you, you're blazing a trail and and that kind of waves as they go past the truck or, or if I'm in a truck stop or rest area, I do get approached a lot by, by a lot of females, maybe that they're thinking to themselves, I can't believe that this woman is driving that rig and, and controlling it. So, so yeah, that's pretty, pretty unique.
0: That's awesome.
1: And that leads me into my next
0: question, because I think most of us know that the trucking industry is fairly male dominated. And so what, aside from being approached by, you know, some of these ladies coming up about, about you being a truck driver and kind of inspiring them, what has it been like being a female in this industry?
1: Oh man, from one end to the other, I I get a lot of, in the trucking industry, what we would call old timers and, and they are very humble and very quick to, to lend a helping hand. And if you have a question, kind of give advice from problems they've encountered in their career. And I do, you know, I'm very, very appreciative of that. And then on the other end of it, I do also get old timers that are very set in their ways it have that old school kind of mentality and they think that maybe a woman shouldn't be in a truck and they should be at home raising kids and doing dishes and and so it's it's from one spectrum to the other and and it's it's pretty nice to get them both actually yeah
0: i bet that i feel like putting myself in your shoes like if somebody was to tell me that i i didn't belong in a truck that would just challenge me to be better at what i was doing
1: Absolutely,
0: and then, on the other side of the coin, it'd be kind of nice you know having those that knowing that you're if you're in a process of learning, they're willing to step up and help you out and lend some knowledge to you,
1: right, yes, and then yeah i I am the same way, I think that way. the negative comments or or advice that I get from the old school type you know i appreciate appreciate what they have to say, but at the same time, yes, it does it does kind of light a fire under me to be better, to that competition side of me is okay, well just step back and watch this. I'll I'll show right. you how well a woman can do this job. So
0: absolutely. And speaking of that, you won the state title at the truck driving championships in twenty eighteen and had the opportunity to compete nationally. And that
1: is like mind-blowing to me. What was that experience like for you? Oh gosh. That was it was mind-blowing. Competing at state was was humbling. Never never have heard of a truck driving championship or or it's also heard of as a truck driving rodeo. Not knowing what I was walking into. I walked in as a rookie and I won first place and rookie of the year. At state And then competed nationally. And I went from state having 68 competitors to nationally, I had 368 competitors, just a field of drivers. And, and it was, it was one humbling. It was exhausting, mentally exhausting. And it was something that I do that or something different that I don't do every day, being agricultural based, going back to nationals, it was all you know, like FedEx drivers and high, what what we call in the truck driving industry, pavement pounders, and that's what they do every single day. It's not something that I do every day. I'm dealing with fields and whatnot. So it was it was crazy. It was humbling. It was nerve wracking for sure. But it was a lot of fun. I walked away from it, learning a bunch and and having a different appreciation, even being in trucking my entire life. So. Right. And
0: you had mentioned to me previously that, you know, you've been driving truck for a long time and you kind of took a break for a while to raise your kids when they were younger and everything and then got back into the industry. And so to be able to come back from that and be rookie of the year and all of that stuff, like, I bet that was just made that moment that much sweeter for you.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah, it was. It was. Something that I, you know, didn't even know I had it in me. I know I made my parents very proud, my husband very proud. Yeah, I come from a long line of truck drivers. And so to be able to do that and do something that they've never had the opportunity to do and, you know, kind of shine a light for them was very awesome.
0: That's so amazing. And so driving truck, it's obviously, it's not something that everyone can do. Like, I mean... It's a big rig, you're usually hauling around a ton of weight, you're shifting like a mad person. (laughs) So especially when you're you are on the roads, like, and you're sharing the roads with other drivers, that can be difficult, I think, in both ways. Just having that understanding of each other. And so, if you could speak to those who do travel the roads with you, but they're not in a semi truck, but rather like a car or SUV or et cetera, what would you like to tell them?
1: I think the thing that crosses my mind the most as I do travel up and down the road is I will have, you know, smaller cars, uh, maybe a pickup, pulling a smaller trailer, just something smaller than what I am. They will think that the space I keep in front of me is for them, um, and it is it it is for their safety. It isn't for them to pull in there because I have brakes just like they do, but I'm also three times heavier than they are, if not more, and so it takes me a lot longer to stop, and I think from, from when a driver gets their driver's license and as they get older, they they just forget those little things, so respect the big rig it's it's heavier, it takes longer to stop it takes longer for us to get out of the way. We're not out there to get you. We sit higher, we can see higher, we can see farther down the road than you can so if, if we're munching on our brakes a little bit and you're like, "Ah, oh, what is this truck doing? Understand we can see maybe something you can't and most of us are are actually thinking ahead of the game and we're driving. Thinking about everything around us and and what what needs to be done to keep all of us safe
0: and that's very smart and when we think about like just how important and critical the role of a truck driver is in our world, in our country, everything that we get, you know our two day Amazon prime or you know our food that we get in the grocery store, all of those things. You know, there's many ways that they could have came to us, but majority of the ways, you know, is through a semi truck. And so, you know, I think we have a lot to be grateful for and thankful for, um, to have you guys on the road and getting us what we need, the things that we're asking for. Right. Yeah, for sure. So let's switch gears a little bit. Something surprising that I found out about you is that you are actually not only a truck driver, but you're also a horse owner.
1: I am. Yeah.
0: So tell us a little bit more about your horse or horses.
1: My horses. So I have three, three, three horses, um, and a miniature donkey. He's quite the trip. That one, my horses are mainly just pets. Um, my, my kids are, are quickly growing, but we did use them for rodeo, high school rodeo and such. So they, they have performed, uh, 4-H, so they're kind of experienced in the show world as well, um, but but mainly just pets, just something to keep my kids busy. But yeah.
0: That's awesome. And so how long have you actually owned horses? Are, are horses something that you grew up with or was it something that once you had kids kind of got more interested in?
1: Yeah. So I did grow up with them growing up in, you know, kind of a, a hobby ranch type of situation or hobby farm we did move cows. So as a young kid, I did grow up with them. I was around them. I've been around livestock my whole life. And then, yeah, once I had children, I thought, you know, this is something that I appreciate the the education I received from it when I was a child. So I want to give it to my children. And so, yeah, I've had horses uh, about 20 years. I've owned a horse. So awesome. Yeah. There's a
0: lot of life lessons. I Think you can take from owning horses, and so, and you know, besides keeping keeping your kids busy, that's always nice. Also,
1: yes, it definitely teaches them. We call it fathering. You know, taking care of something other than yourself, putting something else first, making sure it's healthy and and well taken care of. So that's great.
0: So then, as a, a horse owner, what is it like for you being one of the people who takes the hay from the fields? To be stored, and then it goes to the plant, obviously, and then
1: on to make premium Western forage. It, it definitely makes me more proud. When I purchase my hay for the year or or hay products, obviously, I feed mainly Stanley's stuff, and it just makes me proud. I, I think when I open a bag of pellets, it, yeah, I probably hauled this hay. Right. It's kind of cool for me. So
0: That's really very, awesome.
1: Makes me very proud to do my job.
0: And you've been with Stanley Driving Truck, you had mentioned in previous conversations for about eight years. Tell us more about that.
1: Uh, yeah, eight years. I started out hauling one of the export containers down to Salt Lake. So I did that every day, hauled into the Union Pacific Rail Yard. And that was fun. And I really enjoyed my time doing that. But I felt like I needed something more. So I one of the hay trucks came open and... I was asked if I wanted to try it, and I did, and I haven't looked back since. Um, Hay is definitely where I belong. I love my job. I love every challenge, every good day, every bad day. I, I am one of those career hay haulers, and I like to get up and go to work and push myself and be better every day. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a ride for eight years, and I wouldn't change anything. That's awesome. And something that
0: is quite unique about you is that you have the privilege of driving our Stanley Pink hay truck. And so for anyone who I think is like in our local area or in this region, they're they're pretty familiar with that truck. How long have you been driving it?
1: I've been driving this specific truck for about six years, I would guess. about yeah, about six years. And it did start out, it was green and white. I was approached, as I was approached slash surprised. They decided one day that they needed a breast cancer awareness truck. And at the time, I was the only female hay hauler that they had. And so I kind of got chosen. And they said, hey, we're going to do this. And this is what we want to have represent Stanley. And are you okay with it? And I said, absolutely. And so, yeah, they painted it. thinking about four years ago, five years ago, they painted it pink and, and I've repped it ever since I've taken it anywhere I can. That's
0: awesome. And I know this is probably a wild number, but how many, about how many tons of hay do you think that the pink hay truck has hauled?
1: Oh gosh. So roughly my number is about 13,000 ton a year. And so, yeah, you multiply that, and it's about eighty four thousand ton as a guesstimate without the exact numbers right. in front of me, I would guess, yeah,
0: that's a lot of hay. I'm just thinking about any of the horse uh listen- horse owners listening right now, just thinking about how much ton of hay that is, yeah, that's an awful lot, <laughs> right, and so what is the reaction from others seeing you drive a pink hay truck? Whether you're driving around here locally or taking it somewhere, anywhere outside of the area, what is the reaction that you receive from them?
1: I guess one of the the most common reactions I get is they will watch this truck that is 115 feet long from nose to tail, watch it pull in to a truck stop or a parking lot or a company or even our yard down at Stanley they'll watch it pull in and I kind of see them in awe and they just watch the whole setup pull in. And it's almost like they're just waiting for somebody to step out of there. They just want to see who steps out of that truck. And then when they see a woman, blonde haired woman step out of that truck, I think they're just amazed they're they're in shock. The look on their faces is is utter shock.
0: Right. And you said that you had told me previously that you've been approached by People who see the pink hay truck. And obviously, you know, we have it kind of as a representation and awareness for breast cancer awareness. So, what have your experiences with that been?
1: Those are unique and moments that I do cherish. Truck shows, I I do take this truck to truck shows every once in a while. And I've been approached by survivors, breast cancer survivors, a couple of times. And they, The they're just lit up about the truck and and then on top of it that a woman drives the truck and those experiences I will cherish all the time. I had one lady run clear across the parking lot just yelling, you know, trying to get my attention because I was driving or headed back to the truck, walking back to the truck, and she just wanted my attention. She just wanted to talk to me, and yeah, I think those are my favorite. Those are my favorite.
0: Gosh, and then like obviously with work, you know, like you've mentioned, we have good days and bad days, but I guess I would bet moments like that, like totally make those bad days just melt away. They
1: do. They make them worthwhile for sure.
0: And I know you often get around with the pink hay truck to some of our local parades and our communities and things like that. And I know my girls completely adore seeing the pink hay truck in our local hometown parade each year so that's always been something fun to to see because it is a little bit different from the other
1: trucks that you see coming through right those are so fun my cheeks definitely hurt after parades or or you know little I guess experiences that I get to have I'm privileged to have in that truck yeah my cheeks hurt from smiling so much it's it's pretty awesome that's awesome so,
0: Stephanie, what does driving the pink hay truck mean to you?
1: I don't even know that I have the words. It's everything to me. That truck is me. When it's, you know, a, a businesswoman walks into a, an office and they hold their head high and, you know, their their personality shines and that's that's their business card. For me, my truck is my business card. That represents everything about me. I like it to be clean. I like for people to watch it go by and go, wow, you know, that's whoever drives that truck has their stuff together. Like, yeah, that's my business card. That's awesome. And
0: we kind of talked a little bit previously about this, but with the whole purpose and reason for creating this pink hay truck, being breast cancer awareness, this is something that you know, unfortunately, I feel like it hits home for a lot of people. And you are one of those that you've had some close relatives that have been impacted by breast cancer, right? Yes, yes, I have. My grandma. Your grandma. Yes. And so I think that's why this is so important for people to be aware of You know, what this is. I think it's a kind of a well known cancer, but at the same time, I think we could never do enough to remind people to support and help out and, you know, spread the word about raising funds to help find research to battle cancer. And not only that, but giving women access to mammograms and being able to find, detect. Breast cancer earlier, just because of, you know, the survival rate is so much higher when you can find it earlier on. And so that's why I'm just like, I'm super glad that we have the pink hay truck and that it's something that's so important to Stanley. Cause I mean, like you, my mom had breast cancer when I was younger. And so I just have to say, Stephanie, I'm just so glad that you are on here today to talk about it. I know I'm probably like feeling slightly choked up by this conversation and I knew I would be. But I think that's what's so amazing and what's so real about Stanley and what represents Stanley values and
1: that whole family feeling. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, one of the biggest reasons I I enjoy or or feel comfortable working here at Stanley is we are family oriented. It's family first. And yeah, the pink truck is, it's a reminder goes up and down the road for all women and men alike to To make sure they're healthy, take care of yourself and always be willing to lend a hand, always, in any way. Right. So
0: Stephanie, I'm going to ask you one last question, but if there was one thing that you could tell Stanley customers, what would you want them to know about what you do and why you do it?
1: I think I'd want them to, to maybe take away a little, know that Stanley's proud. We are extremely proud of the product that we put out. We are extremely proud of all the employees we have, all the people we impact, and we do it because we love it. That's why we do it. We love it, and we love producing a product that somebody is proud to have in their barn, is proud to put in their feed mangers. Yeah, we're Stanley's very, very prideful company.
0: Absolutely. I would agree with that. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on today. It's been such a fun conversation, just learning about you. And your history, and just as one of our Stanley family members, essentially, and just the impact that you have not only on this company but I think on Stanley customers, our community, it's just really amazing and so I just want to thank you for being on today.
1: Oh man, thank you for having me i I enjoyed myself. We have another
0: special guest joining us on today's episode. We have Bobby, who is the VP of Stanley Trucking. Bobby, thanks so much for being here today with us. Thanks for inviting me. So it would be remiss of me not to mention that you are married to Cammie. And for those of you who have had the chance to listen to episodes 11 or 18, you probably know that Cammie is our founders, Mike and Wendy Stanley's middle child. Did you and Cammie grow up together or how did you guys end up getting to know each other
2: um yeah we actually went to the same school together here at the at valley and actually uh was friends with dusty before talking with cammy of course and uh you know just going through high school with her and stuff we sort of clicked and bonded and you know it was a rough start at first but yeah you know it, it was meant to be and and here we are today
0: that's awesome. And now you guys have three beautiful girls together.
2: Yes, we do.
0: That's awesome. Bobby, tell us a little bit more about what inspired you to get involved in the trucking industry.
2: You know, it started when, when I was young, just growing up. My dad, he's always been in, in the trucking industry, you know, just starting out little, of course. Um, We moved around a lot. You know, I was born in Washington. I've lived in Washington, Oregon. Arizona, Texas, and finally moved to Idaho here. Called Idaho home, but yeah, my dad, he's been hauling spuds. Um, he actually spreaded, uh, spread manure. That's where I started driving at the young age of uh, 12.
0: Nice, okay. yeah, so,
2: so I started there making a whopping a dollar a load for him, <laughs> you know, so back then, you know, twelve years old, you know, you thought you were rich, you know, so oh
0: yeah, I bet <laughs> so yeah,
2: so, so you know and and just went on from there, you know, he grew his business from there to hauling refrigerated product, mostly produce from Washington down to Texas, yeah, after I graduated high school, I jumped in with my brother, and once I turned twenty one I went off on my own and. Yeah. And and then that's when I came into the Stanley Stanley page.
0: That's awesome. So tell us about your early years working for Stanley then. What was your first job that you had with Stanley?
2: You know, when I came and um, started with Stanley's, of course, I applied to drive truck because that's what I knew how to do. And, you know, the first day I came in and Dusty came pick me up and he took me out to the field and I asked him you know what are we doing you know I mean where's my truck at and yeah and you know it's just a funny story you know I mean just said well you're gonna bail Hey, I looked at him and said I've never drove a tractor in my life (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing out here I mean yeah what are we doing so you know I jumped in the baler that day and helped the guys cleaned up and and it went from there I mean I mean that was probably one of the funnest summers of my life.
0: Yeah, Bale and Hay, that's yes. awesome.
2: Yes, it was.
0: So how has your position then evolved over the years to where you're at now with Stanley?
2: You know, I think just basically started out Bell and Hay. I don't want to say I've done it all like like Dusty and Mike cab, but I mean, I've done a lot of it, you know, I mean, it went from Bell and Hay to, of course, then, then I jumped in the truck, drove the truck for, oh, probably four years, five years. And then I ran our yard down at the plant for a good year. And that's where I learned the most about what Stanley's did and what Forge was all about. And then from there, I jumped into our facility, the plant, ran that for a couple years. And, and that was a challenge. That was different to me. You know, and then 2009, 2010, that's when I jumped into the trucking role and been running it ever since then.
0: That's awesome. I love that you have had a hand in so many different aspects of this business.
2: Yes, yes. I mean, it it actually helped me grow to where I'm at right now. You know, I mean, you know, when I first started here, when I first started hanging out with Dusty and stuff, you know, I thought you fed hay to a cow. Right. That was it.
0: Pretty simple, pretty basic. Not much to it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: That's awesome. So, what would you say now, then? I know this has changed obviously with the different roles that you have had, but what is your favorite thing about your job? What do you love coming to work every day to do?
2: The people. I mean, the people that I work with, uh, my drivers, my dispatchers, my shop people. I mean, it, to me, it's like a second family. You know, it's not only you know, I go home with my family, but You know, I come to work to, you know, like I said, my second family here. And, you know, just it's just great work environment. The people are just awesome.
0: And that's the way it should be. That's, you know, that's something that I really had a chance to talk with Mike and Dusty and Wendy about when I had them on as guests for the episode is I really love the family atmosphere that I feel like we've created here at Stanley. And I feel like it runs, you know, through the different areas of the the company.
2: Yes. I th- I mean, I think it does too. I mean, you know, like I said, I've done a little bit with every entity that we have here at Stanley's, you know, from like I said, the trucking, from the facility, farming, all that. And I still have ties with all, all the people there. You know, I just, every time I go around, you know, I always like to say hi, shake everybody's hand. Just, yeah, just try to keep, keep the friendship there.
0: That's awesome. So, I got to thinking about this next question a little bit, and it made me wonder people actually, if they know what Stanley Trucking does, because I think we can think about, oh, maybe, you know, we haul the loads to distribution centers or like to the retail stores. But can you kind of give us a rundown of, in your position and your team, what does Stanley Trucking do?
2: So we do a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, from we, do from the start basically and to the finish. So, you know, I mean, we go out to the farms, we load the hay, load the forage, take it to the facility here, make sure we bring the right product. My drivers, I always tell them, you know, the hay buyers go out and buy the hay, but you guys are technically the first person that sees the hay, because we're the ones that are tearing into the stacks. So they go in and if, if there's a bell that we feel like isn't suited for what we do, Then they put it to the side and, and, you know, we technically try to bring in what will work for our facility.
0: Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah. So, you know, so we do that. And then, like I said, we go all the way to the end user. So we do go over the road with our trucks a little bit. You know, we do haul to customers out, out and about mostly to the Pacific Northwest. We have gone to Kentucky and Florida and stuff like that, but not too often. We try to stay close to home. We go to Arizona quite often. We also do containers. Um, We haul our containers down to Salt Lake City for our export market, of course. And, you know, other than Stanley products, we do haul, uh, you know, going back to my old days, you know, we do haul produce from Washington down to Texas again.
0: Yeah. So I happened to see on um, the Stanley Trucking Facebook page there was a picture that somebody put up. Because I know usually when you guys also haul things, it's always nice if you can put a load back on wherever you're going. I'm sure that's like a much more efficient way to yes. do some business. And so you guys had some sweet watermelons loaded up.
2: Yes. Yes, we did. So we, we actually hauled a load down to down to Arizona, down to the Phoenix area. And then, yeah, I mean, we went down to Yuma, Arizona and loaded up some crates of watermelons and delivered them up to up to the Portland area.
0: That's fun. Awesome. So why would you say trucking is such an important part of Stanley Premium Western Forage?
2: Well, just like I was saying, you know, I mean, I tell my drivers are the first ones to see it. I also tell them, you know, we're not a dairy, you know, I mean, dairy markets, you can load your truck up, take the hay to the dairies and just unload it right there. Our guys, we have to be make sure we're loading the right stuff for our facility, you know, because we buy, we buy the forage at a certain price. And if it doesn't work for us, we don't want to bring it. Right. So so that's why, you know, I mean, we do have sub haulers or we buy some outside stuff. And there's times where it tends, you know, they might bring in some bells that don't work for us. But the guys that, that work down at our facility, I mean, they're they're great guys. They work for us for... Lots of years, ten to fifteen years already, and and they know hey, just about as good as we do. So you know when they don't when they see something that don't work for us, they'll set it aside and put it back on the truck. And from there, you know, usually those bells go go to a dairy or feed lot here locally,
0: right. And I think that's something that's very interesting about just how integral the quality aspect of it is, and just how far spread it is because it's you know it's not just about our quality. That happens there at the plant and kind of there in the field, but the trucking also has plays a role in that. And I think that's wonderful that there are so many eyes on those that product that we have coming into the plant all the time.
2: Yes, yeah, that's one thing we try to preach through this whole company is quality, and it, you know, I mean, it starts with hay buyers and it goes all the way down to to the guy that's looking at the pellets and cubes coming out of coming out of the machines down the plant.
0: So getting into kind of my favorite part, I think of, you know, when I had a chance to talk with Stephanie, one of your employees with Stanley Trucking about, and kind of, you know, a great and large purpose for this episode, you know, I wanted to give people kind of an inside view of Stanley Trucking, what it's all about. But we have something that's pretty special here at Stanley, and that is the Pink Hay Truck. So Tell us a little bit more about what inspired Stanley Trucking to get a pink hay truck.
2: Well, you know, it was four or five years back. Mike and Dusty decided one day that, hey, how would it be to to have a pink truck? They Even were talking about a pink tractor, a pink baler for the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I thought it was a great idea. I mean, I did. There's a couple around here that run around the state of Idaho. And of course, you know. We see trucks all over all over the country, and, you know, there's, there's a lot more that's been popping up. But, you know, I thought it was an awesome idea. Of course, um, Steph, she's been driving with me for several years now. She loved the idea. We decided, hey, why not better than have a pink truck with a gal driving it? So that's where it came about. We just sat down at dinner one night. We were talking about it, and of course, I made it happen. I'm still waiting for the pink tractor and the pink baler to come about. (laughs) We'll see when they, when they pull through on their end, but, but yes, you know, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful truck, you know, I mean, it it, it catches a lot of eyes, you know, not only that, but, you know, I, I probably have the best driver to drive it.
0: I had such a fun time talking to her just, I mean, she's a phenomenal truck driver too. And, you know, just her ability, like, the way that you know she is able to get out and about and just probably more so in a regional aspect but getting eyes on that truck like trucks are on the road everywhere all the time and so when you think about breast cancer awareness and like what that means and just like giving them the ability to think just for a moment about something like that and the impact that it can have and so I am. I'm so glad that we got a pink hay truck here, and that Stephanie's been driving it, and just kind of broadening that awareness a little bit.
2: Yes, I mean, yes. She took it. She ran with it. She's done a great job. She's taken it to shows. She's gotten it out there. I mean, I think she knows more people than I do now. You know, but I mean, but which is great. I mean, I tell her that's your truck. You take care of it. Whatever we need to do just let me know. We'll see if we can fit it in the budget, of course. But yes, I mean, she she has made that truck. She's gave that truck a name for itself. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's great.
0: That's awesome. And we didn't think to talk about this during Stephanie's interview. It came up after when I was talking to her, but she said that you are familiar with it. And she told me that she named the Pink K truck.
2: Yes, the truck's name is Nelly. I asked her, where in the world did you come up with Nellie? And she just says, you know what, when she's pulling those big loads, because here in Idaho, we can haul up to 130,000 pounds, says when she's pulling the big loads going down a hill, you know, she just starts telling her, whoa, Nelly! whoa, Nelly!" Oh my god.
0: that was, oh, it made me laugh so hard. I was like, and how fitting is it? Because like, that's like a horse phrase, you know. So I just yep. uh, that was perfect. I was like, oh, so I love that her pink K truck is named Nelly, and that she says, "Whoa, Nelly!" <laughs> That's awesome. So, Bobby, what does it mean to you for Stanley to have and share the pink K truck with our community and our region?
2: Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, at first, you know, I mean. Some people thought we were crazy for doing it, you know, You know, going away from our, our original colors and stuff. But ever since we've done it, I mean, like I said, Stephanie has put it out there. It's just brought in more attention towards us on the trucking end of the Stanleys, you know. So, I mean, not only everybody knows who Stanley Premium Western Forage is, you know, with, with the forage part of it. But now this pink truck is also getting to know who stanley hate trucking is as a company
0: right and then like the aspect of like what's important to us you know and i think that's wonderful that we have that and stephanie was able to share some stories just about you know the encounters that she has had with people coming up to her survivors and just things like that and i feel like i mean that probably makes your job like like priceless like If I could put words to it in that way, it's just like, that's a moment that you're never going to forget in your entire life. It's just like that impact that you have on people. So that's the pink hay truck is pretty awesome.
2: Yes, yes, it is.
0: And then I think we're going to wrap this up with, if there was one thing that you could tell Stanley customers, what would you want them to know about what you do and why you do it?
2: You know, just the love of forage. You know, I mean, like I said, when I first started working here, I thought you fed hay to a cow. Now we call it forage, right? So yeah, just the love of forage, just how much passion we put into it. You know, um, not only myself but my drivers, our baling crew, our crew down at the yard. You know, just from the top to the bottom. I mean, I just think everybody here, they're, you know, they're just awesome. I mean, we try to put out the best quality, the best product that we can.
0: Absolutely. I think that's great. Well, Bobby, thanks so much for joining us on here today.
2: Thank you again.
0: We may not have a cure for breast cancer yet, but let's support the science working to find the solution. Let's increase the awareness of this disease. Let's get more women out there getting their annual mammograms help those that need access to mammograms, but maybe they can't afford one, or maybe they live in a community that's so rural, it's difficult to get to a location where mammograms can be done. Let's help with the financial burdens of the people we care so deeply about, giving them one less thing to worry about through this whole process. And remember, for every download we have of this episode from now, Through October 31st of 2021, we will donate $5 to a highly rated breast cancer charity. Download this episode on Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast apps and share. Help us make a difference.